You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Root canal therapy for many GPs is one of the least favorite procedures to do in the office. It is seen as a tedious, stressful, and very meticulous procedure fraught with technical perils that are difficult to recover from. Today, we'll be exploring how the combination of making good endodontic technology choices, along with good diagnostic and technical knowledge, will streamline your endodontic procedures for a successful outcome and increased productivity. Our guest is Dr. Douglas Ness, a general practitioner with over 30 years of clinical experience. He currently heads a multi-specialty group practice in the San Diego, California area, where a substantial portion of the clinic demand is endodontic services. Dr. Ness, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Thank you, Phil. It's great to be here. Yeah, so I miss San Diego because I was there for many years. I practiced, actually, I practiced in Pennsylvania, but I moved to San Diego for a while, and I really, really loved it until we moved to Austin, and which we love also. So uh, hats off to you for being in San Diego. Best weather, certainly, in the United States. Before we get started, I would like to thank Jay Morita for sponsoring this podcast. Jay Morita is a leading supplier in the dental industry with a product portfolio that covers a wide spectrum of dentistry, including 2D, 3D imaging, laser equipment, handpieces, apex locators, and consumable dental supplies. So thank you, Jay Marita, for your support. And also, uh, as a FYI to our audience, Dr. Ness, our guest today, will be presenting a Viva Learning webinar on September 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern time, titled Easier, Better, Faster, Endo Tips for GPs from a GP. So I encourage everyone who is doing endo in their practice to register for that webinar on vivalearning.com. So uh, getting to our podcast today, with decades of experience doing root canals in your practice, Dr. Ness, I'm sure you've learned what works best and what doesn't. Can you share with us some key factors in the success of your endo treatment, including endodontic equipment that you continue to rely on? Endo has been really a a part of my practice since the beginning, since I finished my general practice residency. I've, I've always enjoyed it. Always just had a good hand of it and never really, you know, wanted to refer it out and always enjoyed, you know, kind of growing and getting better. And, uh, you know, I've gone, of course, <clears throat> from the hand file step back technique all the way through uh, as soon as, uh, you know, rotary, you know, maybe 20 years ago or so started to get in North America. I was, I got involved. I mean, I, I'm always looking for ways, sensible ways that if I can do the same procedure you know, more efficiently in, in, in less time um, and maintain the same level of safety and, and outcome. I mean, I'm definitely going to investigate that. And, uh, you know, rotary rotary technique uh, helped. And then especially when we moved toward torque sensing hand pieces. And uh, also prior to that, you know, I was, uh, as soon as I could, uh, you know, I got into uh, apex location, you know, digital apex location really early. Um, probably in the 90s, as soon as I heard about them and adopted those, and the research was pretty clear that it was equal to a radiograph, and I've been using that as my go-to instrument throughout the procedure. And now that uh, you know a device like Merida that combined the two in in the Triado ZX, to me that that was just the most amazing device when they came to North America in 2018. I mean that to me is a must-have. Do you do molar root canals as well as the anteriors and bicuspids? Absolutely. For me, uh, and just like any any surgeon, any dentist, you know, you build on you build on your foundation and you, your practice, and you you keep building on cases. And that's what my talk will be, you know, in you know next month. 
is uh, you know how to select your cases. But to answer your question, yes, there's there's not a lot that I refer out. And in fact, in in our area, in our type of practice where we work on you know predominantly Medicaid uh, care. Myself and another general dentist, Dr. Bastian, who's a phenomenal general dentist clinician that does a ton of endo, uh, we we handle San Diego County's needs, endo needs, a large part of it for the uh, the Medicaid population, where the uh, the for the most part the endodontic specialists don't take on those cases. That's a great thing you're doing, Dr. Ness. I, I actually practice in Philadelphia as an endodontist. We also saw quite a bit of Medicaid patients. Uh, public assistance patients. And um, without our service, they would not have had root canal. They would have had the teeth extracted. It was actually very satisfying. It was a very satisfying experience to know that because of our office doing root canals on these patients, these teeth were saved. And this was on all age groups. You know, it doesn't matter how old they were, they they were going to take the teeth out. And it was just uh, too hard to really accept that. So our practice started doing a lot of that. So thank you very much for your service. We appreciate it, Dr. Ness. Our lower price points, we have to be hyper efficient, and our systems have to be, you know, you know, very efficient and, and very, very safe and predictable. And so the the torque sensing, uh, length determining handpiece like the the Triado ZX uh, is one facet. I use a, a Nitai rotary filing system that I can use as single use. Let's start off with the torque reducing handpiece. So yeah, what does that actually do? I know the acronym is OTR technology, and that basically means optimum torque reverse function. You actually set the torque, and when it reaches that threshold, it right. stops and reverses direction in the file, correct? correct. If, you can, if you can elaborate on that, please. Um, exactly. Uh, you know, definitely I'm not the engineer, but the user of the device uh, in a practical sense. Um, your manufacturers of your files have... Uh, torque limitations on the packaging. And so you can go into the, you know, it's a little computer on your handpiece. You can go in and set and adjust the the Newtons of, of torque uh, for your file system, the torque range to where that, that handpiece, when it gets to that set point, is going to auto-reverse 180 degrees and then rotate back uh, right. and then start its rotation again. And it, the, the, the key is it can sense that binding of the instrument in milliseconds, much more than your brain, your 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 tactile sense, and then you can back off on the handpiece much faster than you ever can, which is going to help you drastically limit your uh, chance of file separation. That's 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 a key point. So between you using disposable or one-use nitides and the OTR technology from Jay Marita, it's almost impossible to fracture an instrument. Well, nothing's impossible. But uh, we've limited it. We've gotten it as close to zero as I think we can. So basically, our, our system, my file systems, I've got, uh, you know, basically it's a generic version of a pro taper system, and and the price points are so low that I treat it like a scalpel blade or I treat it like a burr. So tell us about the actual handpiece. We talked about the OTR technology, but it also connects to an apex locator. That's what the beauty, you know. And Marita was, you know, the really the they're kind of the gold standard and came out with that. You know, I think the first apex locator, one of the first, you know, they took the cordless handpiece and integrated an apex locator into a lightweight cordless handpiece. You know, it was just a perfect marriage of instruments that you need. And to have those things operating simultaneously, I mean, you can watch the dot as you're approaching the apex while you're filing, you're, you're being super accurate. You can set not only by your torque limitations, you can also set it by 
where you like to finish your um, apical stop. Are you a half millimeter person? Are you a one millimeter person from the apical frame? And you know you can you can set your instrument where you like it, and it is going to auto reverse at that point. And also gives you an audible beep, uh, so you know you're there, and you can your cleaning and shaping becomes uh, totally integrated with your your length determination. Do you ascertain the length prior to instrumentation, yeah. or you just yeah. go straight into it? Um, what what I do uh, for most of my cases, I still use a hand file. There's like five. Excuse me. Excuse me. There's eight programs on there that are preset, and the first program is Apex Location Only, and so it has the standard. You know, it has the cord coming out the back end of the handpiece uh, with the the clip and the the ground for the cheek, and so just like any other Apex locator, it operates exactly the same, and so. You can use the clip on the file and then, you know, find your working length. So I, I do that in a traditional manner with the instrument. And then once I know my length, now I can go to my rotary files. That system starts with an O2 taper, about a, a number 10 Super Nighttime file. And so that first file is very similar to the 10 hand file in its diameter. So, you know, I'll start my initial shaping with that. Um, it also has a setting or it runs in reverse. If you like to use a lentulo spiral or I, I just use a, a rotary file in reverse and use it to coat the walls of the canal when I'm done with the sealer. It helps really transport the sealer and give you a nice dense fill because I use a single cone system since I machine it to a fitted cone. I generally use a single and most of my canals a single cone fit with sealer. So if people, uh, a lot of people that like using uh uh, reciprocating file system. It does have a program uh, that has a reciprocating feature, so you can use those type of um, cutting systems if you prefer that. So it's a very versatile uh, device. Honestly, to me, it's like a must-have now. I just how would you rate the reliability overall? I believe it came out in summer of 2018, and we bought one, and a month later we bought a second one. It's not Root ZX2, right? It's, it's called the Triauto ZX. Okay. Triauto ZX. And so we've had two devices basically for three years. And our practice, to give you some perspective, we do, between uh, Dr. Bastian and myself, we do about uh, 150 root canal procedures per month. It's a lot of root canals, yeah. And, yeah. And at least 50, 60% of them are molars. So you're asking that before. Um, yeah, we do tons of molars. Um and we have had zero, the, neither one of those hand pieces, uh, knock on wood, has needed any service. They just keep on, I mean, they just keep on chugging. I uh, just need uh, the, the contra angle. You can detach it. You can autoclave it. You can you just lube it like your other hand pieces. Surface disinfection. Uh, it's very easy to care for. It has, uh, you know, it's battery powered. So this, you just keep it on the charging stand. A real nice thing about it, you know, on the handle, on the grip, it has a uh, computer screen, the control screen, where it will have your apex, you know, uh, your digital readout and your millimeters, how close to the apex you are. That's separate from the contrangle head, and there's a 270 degree swivel on it. So you can position the head as you approach your, your access, you know, with the file oriented properly, and you can rotate the body of the handpiece so your eye can see the screen. Within a molar, you might have two or three different angle approach angles, you know, right. for each canal. And you may have to pivot that. Uh, you can pivot it a few degrees so you can always be reading reading that. It also has a, uh, uh, as the, the musical um, audible tone gets a little different as you approach the apex to a solid tone when you hit it. And so you always kind of know where you are, whether you memorize the, 
the, the musicality of it or you want to see the visual on the screen. And I use loops, so I'm always kind of glancing, you know, to my hampies back and forth. Huge confidence factor there, having that screen in front of you. Do, do you still use oh, yeah. a, a rubber stop on the file? I do. I keep it on more of, you know, I use it because that's where, you know, my assistant will set the rotary files before we lock them into the handpiece. So I tend to keep, you know, they, they come pre, you know, they're pre-mounted uh, in mm -hmm. the packs or file packs. And so, you know, and I'll call it a working length. My assistant will always, you know, once we get a working length established, then she'll, you know, while I'm say using the, the purple, the initial rotary files, she'll go ahead and set the length and all the, uh, the next in the series so that it's all ready to go. So it's, I think we keep the rubber stoppers out of convenience, but, you know, my files do have, you know, millimeter markings on them. Uh, but instead of trying to memorize which, you know, almost like, like implant drills, trying to memorize which line is which, the rubber stopper for me is just an easier visual cue. You know, it's just faster for me to keep that stop. And, and for me, my own nature and out of necessity, you know, I like to be as efficient and, and timely with my procedures as, as I can be. What is the root ZX2 OTR? Have you seen that? Because I've noticed that on Jay Marita's website. The Root CX2 is their endomotor without the integrated apex locator. So the programs within it are the same. You have the OTR, you have the OGP, which is another thing we hadn't talked about, the optimal glide path program. That's a very cool feature. We all learned in school, and of course, you've been an endonauts, you know, the, 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 with the K file, the watch winding technique, you know, where you're supposed to go back and forth, you kind of twisting back and forth and progressing down the canal. They've been able to duplicate that in a in a program on the handpiece, so it gives you that kind of watch winding approach. And you can use um, a company, uh, Mani from Japan, makes latch end K files, and so you can use in number ten. So you can use your initial exploring. You can do it fully. You can do your endodontics fully automated without hand files with that OGP program, and it'll walk down tight canals, calcifications, and they actually have a demo video. Uh, I'll probably put it on the, my presentation uh, with a handheld, uh, you know, extracted tooth. Uh, one of the endodontists in Japan demos it. But you watch that thing just walk right down the canal and come out the apex in just seconds. So um, that's a nice feature that, you know, uh, I am dabbling with it. I'm mostly doing my initial length termination with still with by hand mm -hmm. with K-files. But, it, you know, I've... I've Cases where I, I, I see that on the x-ray, you know, where really the canal is really patent. I, I've done a, a few cases with that, and it, it does work as advertised. Because I see on their website a Tri-Auto ZX2. That's the one that I use. I have two of them, and I could probably use the third one some days. The website is very clear as far as how this thing works and how it's laid out. You can see the screen right on the yeah. ha handle of the of the handpiece. It, it's a home run. They really... Uh, it was well thought out, and I knew about it. I think it was late to the U.S. Mm -hmm. It was about a year, almost two years delayed for whatever, maybe FDA approval. I don't know what, but uh, the rest of the world had it. I heard my friends overseas in China and stuff were, uh, you know, I'd seen it. Because before I came to San Diego from 2011 till 2015, I worked in mainland China for a few years. And at the trade show there, I saw Marina, I saw it come out. I'm like, this thing is Pretty neat. So the ro the rotatable LCD display, that's for real. That's not a gimmick. That that is No, a... that's 270 degrees. So that's what I was talking about. You, you know, you, you can rotate it so that, you know, that so I rotate it so that that screen is, you know, above my thumb, let's say. Mm -hmm. You know, 
in my hand so I can very quickly glance at the screen and just see what's happening. So you have audible noises to let you know, you know, as you're approaching the apex or your, your determination. And then of course, you know, it auto, when it reaches the apex, it auto reverses. So if you're, you're doing your, in your rotary file um, program where you're doing your cleaning and shaping, and if you just held it there, it's just going to sit and run in reverse. Uh, you can program it to stop or the, or you can program it to auto reverse. And I, I tend to have it auto reverse. It's very versatile in that you can have a lot of your preferences. You can, you can, uh, you can custom. It has, like I said, eight places that are already preset, but you can override. You can, if you like a custom setting, you have a couple that, of, that you can custom set, you know, and some doctors do. I tend to, um, all that I tend to set is the, the torque and the apical um, distance where mm -hmm. I want it. So as far as efficiency and time savings, doing root canal, and you sure do a lot of root canals in that practice of yours in San Diego between you and yeah, your... About 25% of our uh, practice volume or, or, or rev. I, I just did the report the other day, and, our, and our, the easiest thing is you just look at percent of revenue. It's about 25% endo right now. You you are the person to ask as far as efficiency. So, and again, yeah. we're, we're kind of talking, really, we're focusing on the Triauto ZX2, right? Um what would you say that does as far as efficiency and time for, you know, doing a standard tooth number 30? Okay. So, well, this is not a magic bullet for someone that is not um, skilled at endo. This mm -hmm. is not going to make you, uh, you know, a great clinician. This will make a great clinician even better. This is going to make a good one, maybe great. You've got to have those basic, uh, you know, foundational principles. You know, if you're already taking an hour and a half, you know, it depends on what you're doing. If you're taking an hour and a half to do endo and you're using rotary files, I might want to look at a lot of things you're doing. But, you know, if you normally schedule an hour to do a molar endo, which is we still do that, but we, um, my actual time, you know, from the time I pick my handpiece to cut my access till the time I'm putting my temporary filling in, if it's, if it's, if it's not complicated, say it's a younger, you know, a teenager or something that, you know, every canal's patent, a, a lower 30, mm -hmm. Probably take me, you know, once the patient's numb, so the rubber dam's on, time I pick up my handpiece till I put that last bit of cavity in there, um, 25 minutes probably. So Which, when I practiced endo in Philadelphia, we were doing about 900 root canals a year. In a busy year, maybe we'd get to 1,000. So you and your partner are doing more than that. Um, the actual working time for a molar root canal, a vital case, was around from start to finish, 45 minutes. 15 minutes, we let... The patient get numb 45 minutes they were out the door after that um, and that's really good so and you're a specialist so you've got you know you've got more proficiency than most of us so yeah most of know, the I'm, most of the time i mean the the cases that were the most difficult were finding the canals once the canals absolutely. were found and we got in there with a number 10 uh that was it case over then it's just you know unless there's some ridiculous curves down there if it was a, a standard molar even if the roots were long um, yeah. and some of those molars can go 28 millimeters. That's a long route. Yes. Um, but they, uh, the, the case was over. The stress was, there's no stress anymore. Once those canals were found and we got our length, it was, that was just, the rest of it was just going through the motions. It was actually enjoyable. Well, um, true. I don't know if you find that's the same thing. You do that. And again, from an ended perspective, that'll be true. Cause you do, you know, that's how you get efficient. Just, just in anything, you know, and I, I learned that from, you know, orthodontists and, manufacturing, you know, you get more efficient when you do the same thing over time. Oh, over for sure. Time. You don't have an endodontic certificate from a postdoc program, but you're doing as many root canals as you need to be 
uh, you know, technically as proficient as any endodontist. Yeah, you know? what we don't do, and pretty much we take, what we don't uh, do in our practice is I don't do retreats that are restored. And I don't, you know, with posts and cores and all that. You know, probably one out of 100 cases, I got I get stumped with the calcified case, and I just, I'm, I'm, and it's just not worth my time. And I'll just, you know, it's either going to be extraction or you got to go to the specialist and pay out of pocket. Right. Uh, but, but, you know, I've gotten proficient enough not just by necessity, my practice, that's what it needs. And so I stepped up, um, you know, my, when I bought the practice, I had, there was a guy doing mostly endo and he, he left and I, I was already doing some endo. I've always done endo, but I really put it in the hyper gear when I stepped into this practice before I would maybe do 10 molars a month. And now I'm doing, you know, that in two days, you know, and so this instrumentation that you use using these very advanced devices or hand pieces that Jay Marita sure. offers is really something it's like become part of your hand. That Tri Auto ZX2 is you pick that up and that's like, you know, a professional tennis player picking up a tennis racket. It's, it's also your it's your brain it is it's your brain. Well, if that tennis racket was actually computerized too because it can react faster than I can. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to have file separation problems. To, with with other motorized systems, especially when they weren't uh, the earlier ones, didn't have the you know the torques uh, the the torque sensing and, and uh, reversing and stuff. And so, mm -hmm. you know, over the years, and this is, but now this thing you know reacts faster than you can. Of course, you know when you're removing your instrument, you still need to be inspecting these nitai instruments to, you know, and looking with through loops to see in any, especially the ten, especially that first one when it you start to sense any unwinding, man. Get rid of that thing. Throw it away. Especially if you get a, you know, an, an MB canal that's curved root and it's it was tight. You know, you really had to really file that ten file a lot. And it's still a lot of binding in that initial hand file. Um, and you really you can stress those nighttime rotary files out to where you might need two of those things. How did you get involved with Jay Marita as a company? Eventually, you started using the Tri Auto ZX2. How did you start that journey? Over the years, I, I had a, uh, you know, Root ZX, you know, as a, an Apex locator. I knew it was a super accurate, you know, it's really the gold standard of Apex locators, in my opinion. And I've had that most of my career. I used other ones over the years, other brands too. But uh, I found out about the device uh, through the literature. And, and again, when I was overseas in China, I heard this thing was coming. I was thinking, you know, it's one of those, you know, you hit yourself in the head and go, why didn't I think of that? You know, put that, because I technically had been doing it. I'd always hook the apex locator you know for a few years i had been hooking the apex locator onto my rotary file handpiece it wouldn't auto reverse but it would tell me when i get close to the, the apex and i would i would be able to you know use that rotary handpiece even without my rubber stopper and just know exactly where to stop and to re, you know come back in my stroking mm -hmm. and cleaning and shaping so i'd been kind of doing that in a primitive way with two instruments well and then all of a sudden, oh, Marita's put these things together in one device and then a small, instead of a, a unit like their other devices, you know, has a has a little console and then it has a corded handpiece. Now they've come up with, to compete with some of these other ones in a cordless handpiece, but not only did they give you all the features in their tabletop device in a miniaturized, you know, cordless device that's handheld, but they also put their, you know, kind of award-winning, you know, Root ZX Apex locator inside this. And I'm like, well, this is, the, it's the perfect marriage of what you need. Because at the time I was looking at a new rotary handpiece, uh, Serona had come out with one that was kind of cool that runs off, an iPad runs off it and has all the 
preset programs, every file system under the sun already, they've already programmed everything. You just hit a button and it knows what torque to, you know, put it at and everything. And I go, that's cool. And it's a nice hand piece. And it was very, you know, it was very smooth and sexy looking and all, but I still need a separate device for my Apex location. Cause I'm, I was by then used to, you know, hooking my Apex locator on the, the clip onto the file, the base of the file and doing it that way. And now Marita, put it all together. I said, well, that's a no brainer. And then I got the device and I was like, within a month, I bought a second one because my associate, every time I was looking for my hand, this hand piece, my associate had it. And I'm like, we were fighting over it. So very mm -hmm. quickly I had to buy two. <laughs> yeah. So for our audience, if you want more information about this, you can always go to Jay Marita, their website. Um, and also uh, you can just Google try auto ZX2, T-R-I and then space auto and then mm -hmm. space ZX2, and uh, right. you can read about it. And yeah, it's fascinating how they've miniaturized the technology into a handpiece. How does it autoclave? You did go over it briefly before. How do we protect uh, all the LCD components? With well, the you don't autoclave that. So the base, the, the console, you're going to just surface wipe with alcohol. Uh, what's in your hand, the, the, um, the contrangle head snaps off. And that can be surface, it can be autoclaved. It can be lubed and treated like your other slow speed hand pieces. It's all plastic, but it's heat resistant. And so your initial package just comes with one contrangle and the, 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 the base handle. And then you can buy additional contrangles if you want, you know, to, to change. Well, listen, I think you covered it quite a bit. It's, uh, again, a fantastic service to your community, Dr. Ness, that you're doing root canals on patients that would otherwise probably have a lot of these teeth extracted due to the cost for Definitely. going Definitely. to an endodontist that's going to charge them, I don't know, what is it, $1,500 and up for in San Diego, it could be even $2,000 uh, for molar. No, that's not great. You know, it's probably 1200 and up. But the fantastic thing is that you have the advancements in handpiece technology and, and this OTR is just incredible i mean for this oh we can do this level of care for our patients and we're doing a high level of endodyne care i mean i i don't approach a tooth no matter who what insurance or how much i'm making on the case you know uh, any differently with the instrumentation i do exactly the same but we get it done in a very timely manner that makes those you know um, medicaid cases profitable too because we we can get in and out of the case and and do a high level we know we've got a great uh, mm -hmm. end result. On, on the obturation side, real quick, before we conclude yeah. this podcast, you, you said you use a single cone technique. What, what's your obturation process? So real I quickly. use a, a mated cone, a match cone. So I use uh, Densply Serona's Pro Taper cones. Got to purchase cones that are, are matched to the file shapes of mm -hmm. the Pro Taper system. And then I've been using, the last couple of years, I've been using Septodont's new um, uh, BioRoot RCS uh, bioceramic uh, sealer. Yeah, I hear really good things about that. Phenomenal, really. has some phenomenal research. Um, per unit dose, I think it's a little bit, and it's come out to be a little more cost effective than some of the other MTA sealers. And um, I've used several different ones out there. Uh, we've got great tissue response, great healing. Um, it's easy to uh, mix for my assist. It's a powder liquid, so some people don't like that anymore, but. You know, once in a while you get a big palatal root or a big distal root on a molar, and then, you know, I have to do a little lateral condensation, add some accessory cones. But um, generally speaking, it's a it's a single cone technique. Uh, beautiful. Um, it cleans out of the, you know, once you've obturated the excess, you know, you can, a little bit of a rinse, water rinse, you can clean it out of your pulp chamber and, you know, before you put your pellet in, uh, cleans up really nice. Um, 
the teeth settle down real quick, you know, and it, it's, it's got a lot of good research on biocompatibility. Mm-hmm. So I've been really pleased with it. Yeah, that's from Septadon. Well, listen, you know, uh, Dr. Ness, pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. And we're looking forward to your webinar on September 22nd, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Easier, better, faster. Endo tips for GPs from a GP. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting perspective from your standpoint. And we look forward to that. And uh, we'll talk to you in the future, hopefully, on on more podcasts about how the general practitioner could really master endodontics in an efficient way. We thank you very much for your insight. That'd be great. Thank you, Phil. I'd love to do that. Appreciate it.